please. We'll do it live. It. Do it live. Don't write it. We'll do it live. What do we have here? What is this? The handsome contest. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning. Party people, how the heck you doing? Happy Tuesday to you and yours, 531. Happy Tuesday to you, Carl freaking Brown. Good morning, bud. How the heck you doing over there, pal? I am doing all right. I was just having some uh, some computer issues here this morning, and I finally got myself... Uh, Log back in so seconds just, before we went on air. Yeah, li- literally just in time. This was this was Carl about uh, uh, two minutes ago. Hold on one sec. Let me just. It's pretty close. Pretty. We're back though. We're back. Pretty close. Go. And yeah. I did remember the breakfast sandwich this morning. So. <laughs> <laughs> Did uh did Linda enjoy the one from yesterday that you I left think on the so. counter? Yeah, good. I think so. It wasn't it wasn't there when I got home, so mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody or something consumed it as far as I know. <laughs> I was like I was looking at it. After I wrapped it up this morning, yeah. I put it right like it, it, right beside my keys to be like, I can't leave without it. Like I need the keys, so I cannot leave without the sandwich today. <laughs> Attaboy. And typically uh, Tuesdays isn't a great sandwich day for me. It's bachelor no, it's, night. It's almost always like you're a man of routine. Yeah. We talked about how you're a man of routine. Yeah, of course. And Monday and Wednesday are typically sandwich days. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, Thursday, typically not. And then you drive yourself on Friday. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yesterday when you came out empty-handed, I was I was wondering. And turns out you did make it. It was just oh, still wish, on the counter. I wish it would have spoke up. But it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. I rectified it today. I was I was moving a little slower today. It was not only not only you was it a bachelor not only was it a bachelor night last night. Yeah. It was the finale. So it was three hours worth of it. So three hours. Oh, dude, we went through we went through the bottle into the boxed wine. Oh, three. They they squeezed three hours out of that show oh, for the you, finale. You could do five if you needed to. Oh, you gotta be kidding me, oh, bud! It's three hours. Hell. Yeah. And let me say this too. I, I don't, can't even get through three hours of raw. <laughs> let me say this, um, and then we'll move along from the bachelor chat. And I don't know if this is a spoiler alert. If you're listening to the show, hoping for no spoilers, then I don't know. Move on with your life. I don't know if anyone is looking to us for bachelor spoilers. They mostly scream at us when we talk about That's it. That's fine. They can deal with it. The person who won or got like the engagement. Who won? I don't know what you call it. Um, <laughs> they, they're from Hamilton. No, oh, yeah. First time maybe ever in the history of the world, somebody from Hamilton has won a reality show. Wow. So I thought that was incredible. Actually, that is great. Hamilton, Burlington, and Niagara Falls all got a shout out on the show yesterday. Did they really? Yeah, they did. There you go. I was like, oh, man, that's that has to be the first time Burlington, Ontario it's has been ever mentioned. been like uttered. Oh. Out of somebody's mouth on The Bachelor ever. I thought it was very funny. They saved that for the end of hour three? <laughs> it was, actually, yeah. My goodness. Hey, I got a, I got a message from somebody this morning. Uh, and, you know, sometimes we'll do Facebook buy and sell weird things. Yep. Somebody is, do you know the movie Monsters, Inc.? Uh, yeah, I'm the, aware of it. Yeah, yeah. This is like a big blue kind of monster-like thing. Sure, yeah. Somebody is selling one of those in Milton. A life-sized Monsters Inc. character, and like, like a six foot tall, like, yeah, hmm. thirty-five hundred dollars, 
And is he, it like is it like a furry outfit? I don't know if it's a furry outfit. I don't think you can get in it. No. I don't think anybody's climbing in it. Twenty five hundred then. Twenty five. I was just thinking we have we already have a sword for the studio. Yeah. Uh, we've we've got nunchucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a, a pa- an oil painting of us half naked. <laughs> I'm looking up at it right now. What if? Yeah. We get ourselves a life size giant cartoon doll. Thirty five hundo. It's a lot of money. I mean, I'm thinking we talked to Bell. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta, yeah, we gotta go in low. I think there. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying that we spend our money on this. We go right. to Bell first, but right. So what do you think? I mean, what do you think they're? What do you think their buy in's gonna be? Oh, at least fifteen, right? <laughs> you think the chip at fifteen? <laughs> at least fifteen. Well, we can see, we can see the opportunity. Well, here. wait until you get back in studio because they've they're <laughs> totally they've revamped everything. I, mean, I told you yeah, yesterday. You, we got- you sent me pictures of uh of the the TVs that are in there now. Yeah. There's that old growth shelf has been moved out. There's a bunch of stuff that's been done. There's new. Uh, um, new like fabric uh, padding on the walls, the wall. yeah, yeah, panels there to uh, to improve the sound. I'm I'm excited. This is why. I'm, so why don't we get a six foot blue cartoon doll to put in the corner? I don't see the issue here. The only issue is going to be when you forget that we purchased it every single day and open the studio and dump, <laughs> right. dump your oh coffee in yourself <laughs> when you scare the the uh, yeah. poop out of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> almost <laughs> too early it was close all right we'll move along uh dink of the day coming up let's kick this show off with rage against the machine good morning party people it's a soper and brown show let's go soper and brown show it's 97.7 it's fm all right let's get going here carl brown sullivan apparently oh the uh the big furry dude oh there we go okay Mm-hmm. Thank you. I completely could not remember the name. <laughs> I felt like one of those like everyone could probably picture what I was talking about or I that could, uh, the yeah. item. I could go there in my mind. Who? Okay, here's my question. Mm-hmm. Who's spending thirty five hundred dollars on that? Hopefully, someone. Well, it's a Facebook buy and sell, so it's like. <laughs> I, I guess mean, if you're selling already, it, we already have a big hairy mascot, right? So <laughs> we don't need another one. That's a good point. Yeah. I I guess if you're selling it, you probably really need the money, right? Or did you purchase it and then go, oh, this was a bad use of my funds? <laughs> you imagine getting down to that point where it's like, man, like, yeah, and, and I've been there. I've been there where I've, I've sold collectibles or bits and pieces to, to make ends meet. And it sucks. It's a tough conversation to have with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> imagine sitting there and going, I think uh, I think I got to sell. I think I got to sell Sully. <laughs> I have no, to not Sully. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do it. Sully's got to go. <laughs> That's a tough day. And then to to put up the post, <laughs> right? And to know, oh, uh-huh. those radio guys are gonna talk about it for sure. <laughs> oh, it is opening. It is opening yourself up to some feedback, <laughs> such as, why do you have a six foot replica of this furry creature? <laughs> uh, all right, we're we're gonna go to Wyoming uh, why today. Not? We're going to talk about a 51-year-old man. I'm 53 years old, boss. He almost is. close. Almost close. Had his house raided by police. Mm -hmm. Um, Checked, found some things, and left. Left without saying anything. All right. Thank you very much for your time. On their way. Now, if this is you, your house is raided. Yeah. And if it is raided, there's a good chance you have done something wrong. There is a suspicion, at least. They don't show up for nothing. 
Unless they just got the wrong house, which does happen. Uh, true. But now let's say you have done something wrong because this person yeah. did. Mm-hmm. You have done something wrong. But the police have left. Yep. Do you, A, let it go? Or B, call the police and say, hey, why haven't I been arrested yet? <laughs> Sorry. So they, they raided this place, found nothing. Yes. Left. Yes. And then he called back to double check as to why he was still a free man. Did they give him an answer? Oh, yes, because he said, well, you found the drugs, so why wasn't I arrested? To which they responded with, what drugs? We didn't find the drugs. Uh. So they probably showed back up, found him, and he got arrested. Dude, was he hoping to be arrested? Dude told on himself. Yeah, like, was this, <laughs> like, was it the hope? I mean, at this point, maybe, maybe he was just like, I can't live like this. I need them to just be done with this. It's possible. But It's man, very possible. You got away with it, or at least for then you got away. I don't know. Maybe you could move or something. Yeah, right. Maybe time. Get yeah. out of Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Go to Idaho. I don't know. <laughs> move over. <laughs> Move over a state. Yeah. <laughs> just just, yeah, go, Things are tough in Wyoming. Go right or left? I don't know. Yeah, uh, north, I, south. I don't have a name for this guy, uh, so we'll just say Wyoming man. You're absolutely our dink of the day. Silver and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. You know, we were talking about Milton. Uh, first thing to kick off the show with the person selling the life-sized Sullivan doll from... Monsters, Inc. Uh, Caitlin informs me that the character was voiced by John Goodman. Oh, you know what? She is correct. I love John Goodman. Yeah. He's great. What a good dude. Also, can we just, you know, I think I brushed over the fact that we said Mm -hmm. he's a life-size doll. It's a cartoon. Yeah. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's that's, kind of subjective. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Anyways, just a thought. Right, I just yeah, wanted to throw yeah. that out there. No, yeah. But speaking of Milton and that being sold in Milton, did you see the story of the tow truck drivers in Milton? I had not heard this until you brought it to my attention. Okay. So this was apparently on Sunday. Or, uh, oh, no, wait, sorry. August. This is August 1st. August 1st. I think yeah. the story dropped on yeah, uh, yeah. last weekend. Yeah. Uh, so. Ontario Provincial Police have charged four tow truck drivers who they say were racing each other on the 401. (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking at it here. Uh, OPP's highway enforcement team laid charges of street racing against the drivers of four tow trucks uh, Saturday evening in Milton. Four tow trucks were observed in the westbound lanes of the 401 around 5.30 Saturday, driving on the shoulder making unsafe lane changes, OPP pulled over all the trucks near Highway 25 in Milton. Provincial police say the charges include a seven-day license suspension and the vehicles were impounded for 14 days. There's four of them? Four of them. Like Fast and the Furiousing each other down the 401. In tow trucks. In tow trucks. When you and I have, have worked in radio long enough that you know there are certain things you have to abide by when driving a company vehicle, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You got to be cautious. 
you got to be uh, a little extra careful. You're not going to be the last guy through a yellow when you're driving a company vehicle. Never thought about street racing in one. And, it, and in a tow, the, the fact that it's a tow truck is what really gets me. And yeah. four of them. Like, yeah. these buddies on, like, some kind of group chat with their, like, boys. <laughs> CB radio. It's finally time to find out who has the fastest <laughs> tow truck. <laughs> like, what is that? How does that conversation even start? I uh, said so it was uh, trucks of three different companies wow. that were involved. Were they racing to get a tow at a scene? No. Were, it's, they, were they trying to get the first there? It said it was 5.30, right, in the morning? Yeah. No, no, it was in the afternoon. Oh, it was, the, it was at night? 5.30 p.m. I, th- I figured it was just like, well, it's 5.30 in the morning. Got to do something. Yeah. That's a great question. Were they? Is it better if they were racing to a tow? No, that's worse. That's yeah. weird. That's like weird competition to get to... To get to a toe, isn't it? Oh, a hundred percent. Just also the thought of other tow trucks having to come pick up the tow trucks, impounding the four tow trucks. <laughs> you you would need four other tow trucks to tow truck the tow trucks. I would assume that's expensive for the companies involved to have four vehicles off the road. Oh God, right? yeah. Are you kidding me? Like the what? Like seven day license suspension, whatever. But the like, was it? You said a fourteen day impoundment. Yeah. Yeah. 14 days is a long time to have your vehicle off the road and not towing. And then it, it, it's da- the daily rate per truck. Like, what is it to have it sitting there? I don't even. I have no idea. It's usually like, what, a buck 20 to get it out or something? It's something. It's it's up there. A few people saying they were chasing a wreck. Really? Yep. They were all heading towards a tow. They all wanted to get there first. Yeah, some are saying, yep. Oh, God, that's so much worse. Mm-hmm. That is so much worse. Mm-hmm. I initially, because I am a glass half full person most of the time, I was yep. like, oh, they were just being idiots racing each other. <laughs> the boys being boys. Oh, it's so much worse that they were heading towards <laughs> a wreck. It is so much worse. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, somebody here is saying it'd be probably about 120 a day. To mm-hmm. keep it there. So, yeah, not not to mention what you're losing just yep. in work. Yep. Then that on top of it. That is, ooh. Brutal. That's an expensive bit of street racing right there. Oh, Milton taking the L's today. Yeah, no kidding. Leading the way. I mean, to be fair, the giant six-foot yeah. Sully thing isn't an L. It's just. Could be a W. It just depends on your perspective. No, it's just weird. The tow truck thing's an L. Yeah. The Sullivan thing is, yeah. yeah. Broadcasting from the White House of Rock, we're CHTZ, Niagara and Hamilton, an iHeart radio station. Southern Ontario's best rock, 97.7 Hits FM. Uh, in a few minutes here, I want to share a story with you that we didn't get to yesterday. And it's because, well, Carl, Carl you had your own poop story yesterday. Yeah. I did. It was fortunately. It was quite the tale. It was brutal. And if you missed it, you can <laughs> check out the podcast, iHeartRadio, wherever you get them. How are you <laughs> feeling, by the way, today? I'm okay. Yeah, You're better I'm okay. today. Yeah, I I was pretty. I stayed pretty sick throughout most of the midday yesterday. Yeah. But uh, by about dinner time, I think whatever it was, it cleared my system. So okay. yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna regale you with a story. We shouldn't have to play Freebird today. <laughs> we just played Iron Man, actually, a little bit ago. <laughs> Some, the time. People were wondering. I was like, oh, who's out who's <laughs> for that? Uh, I'm going to regale you with a story. Somebody from Camp Soper mm-hmm. had 
Well, they had a Carl Brown day. Yeah. That's the best way I can put it. They had an emerge. I'll let you. Something emerged. I'll let you try and guess who it was. But it's the how, the where, and the what that we'll discuss after Lincoln Park. It's, well, it's something. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. All right. Text show anytime. 977-977-611, Tuesday morning. Uh, obviously, we were away last week. And... I went, we, we had so much going on on the show yesterday, I couldn't get to this story. <laughs> but I did want to, I wanted to share it for multiple yeah. reasons. We had literally too much other poop stuff going on yesterday. Well, we did. So you can only have so many poop stories before you yeah. go, why don't we table that one? Let's save that for tomorrow. Why don't we circle back on that poop story tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> but the reason I wanted to bring it up is A, to see if... I could battle Carl's poop story from yesterday. <laughs> and B, because it involves a Hits Nation member in a way. It does a little bit, yeah. In a way. Yeah. Um, they they didn't want us to give their name, right? I think we... That's right. We don't want... Yeah, so we're not going to give the name. But uh, this was on the Friday as we finished up, right? That's right. Somebody came by... They're an uh, EMT. An EMT. Somebody came by the studio and dropped out for you these, like emergency bags you were talking about your road trip you headed to uh to the fort right yeah i headed to quebec you, i went to sheenboro quebec yeah to this unique kind of uh out of the way area this beach which we later found out was potentially a former swingers club <laughs> and you had your pineapple shorts yeah, on yeah. neither here nor there but you're on a long road trip this is a fairly remote section you're driving through so somebody right. gave you these disposable bags so if somebody got car sick if somebody had to pee if somebody if you had to dispose of someone's waist, these bags are designed for it. That's right. And they're called convenience bags, and and uh, they also said, you know, I puked on the show four different times. They said, this will be great if you guys ever do a blender bed again. Hmm, so very, very nice of them. Convenience bags, and it says mm-hmm. right on it, for vomit and urine disposal, mm-hmm. inner valve automatically seals contents in, won't leak or spill. That's a guarantee. On these That's convenience like, bags. I guarantee you. <laughs> uh, so quite the contraption. So threw them in the old glove compartment. Six-hour drive there and yeah. back, okay? You kind of laughed about it. Yeah. You didn't really think these were going to be necessary. No, no, at least not so soon. Yeah. So we are driving now back from Quebec. You've spent your two or three days there. That's right. seen uh, Chelsea's dad. You've been at the farmhouse. You've That's been at the right. beach. You're on your way back. We get the kids to go to the bathroom. That's Everything's fine. Before about, the roadie. Yeah. That's right. But two hours into the trip, Marshall, my son, goes, okay, I got to pee. No no problem. Two hours. Yeah, I get it. Also, pretty easy for him. We yeah. pull over to the side of the road. Bam, he gets it done. Great. We're driving. And all of a sudden, it's like there's a smell in the car. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. Chels. Does somebody fart? <laughs> and then Marshall in the back goes, yeah, me, because I have to poo. Oh. Like, oh. He had some warning signs. Okay. And I said, uh-huh. well, I don't know where. Like, we were in a spot where the cell service just was dead. I couldn't even look at a map to see how far a gas station or anything right. was. Couldn't so give I, him a target. No. So I said, pal, I, I have no clue how long we have to go, uh, but you have two options. Wait until we find something, or B, I have these bags that you could poop into. 
And I knew his answer wasn't going to be the bag. No, he's going to wait. So he goes, oh, I'll wait. Great. Awesome. Knew that was going to be it. Yeah. We'll keep driving. I'll try and pick it up a little bit. We'll find a spot. Another 20 minutes goes by. And all of a sudden from the back, Marshall, seven years old, goes, okay, I'll poop in the bag. Oh, boy. Like exasperated. I'll poop in the bag. Panic time. And it was in that moment, you got to pull over the car right now. Now. Or because else it's going to be your backseat. If this kid is willing to poop in a bag, then he must really have to poop. Now, before you proceed, yeah, the bags that you described, they said they're guaranteed disposal. That's right. For vomit and urine. That's that is correct. Doesn't mention that. It doesn't mention poop or feces. Yeah. On the bag, but. Here we are. Not this, intended purposes. This kid has to poop. What are we going to do? So we pull, we, we luckily see this like little trail and kind of pull over. It's like an ATV trail, right? Yeah. We pull over and like then as soon as we do, like four ATVs just go ripping by. So we, I get my son out of the car and I'm like, okay, here's what you got to do. You got to pull your pants completely off. He's like, no, no, I'll just kind of put them around my ankles. I was like, no, pal, man. you do that. You are going to pee all over them. <laughs> And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, no. I was like, you'll be crouched because he's like, I don't have to pee. I was like, you will pee. I promise you, you will pee. Like, I I have been you pooping. I have been pooping for years, kid. I guarantee you a little pee is coming out when you push this poop out. So finally, I, you know, get his shorts off. And I, I show him now, right? I'm like, here's what you got to do. You have to crouch, lean against the car, and spread your legs as wide as you can. Oh, for the love of God. The pee has to come out, and I am going to hold this bag underneath you. He's like, well, I don't want to. I said, I don't care what you want. <laughs> I don't want to. You have, this is what you have to do. You said this is an emergency, yeah. pal. So sure enough, I put the bag right under his butt, and and so I've got it like kind of, it's like this like cardboard suction, not a suction <laughs> thing, but it's like a cardboard thing that goes over, so you can't really see uh-huh. what's happening. I can see he's bearing down. Yeah. So he's now, and all of a sudden he just goes, okay, I'm done. I'm like, I don't even see anything. What's happening? Ugh. The problem is I had the bag too close to the butt. Oh, okay. So I as I pull it away, it had all just kind of stayed there. Oh, at the top of the bag? Yeah. Ah. Half fell in the bag, half all over the ground, Carl. So now he's like, oh, I feel better. He's like trying to step, and I'm like, you're going to step in your own stuff. Like, stop, stop. I'm like moving him away from it. We had and, yeah, sorry. Did, and did he pee? Oh, he peed, peed like a racehorse. The pee See? just came flying out. And I was See, like, kid? I was like, that's why we squat and spread our legs. Talking to a veteran. That's what I'm talking about. So we had to use the paper towel. We had to uh, put everything in the bag, tie up the bag. What did you, you do with all the bag? See, this was the worst part. The trunk was filled to the you-know-what. Uh, so I had to just put it in the back seat no. below his feet. Like, t- like, do you have any plastic to tie it up to try and hold on? I for, took like, a second just, of these yeah. disposable bags and shoved the disposable bag into the disposable, the disposable bag. bag. Sealed it as best you could. And then took it to With the nearest gas station. Windows down and gunned yeah. it. <laughs> took it to the nearest gas station. Why and don't you then, just, 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 just coaching here. Yeah. Why don't you just let the kid poop in the woods? So after he pooped in the bag, yeah. I very quickly realized... This would have been easier just to... Why the hell didn't I just have him poop on the ground? <laughs> Honestly, right? It made it so complicated with yeah, the bag. Gone, yeah, gone into the field or something, right? But I was so stuck on the the bag because the we had... The fact that you kind of threatened it and then he volunteered it. And we so had I... just received them. 
Yeah. We had just received them, so I was like, we got to use the bag. I got to use the bag, Carl. <laughs> Wish I wouldn't use the bag. Yeah. Threw it away in a weird gas station bathroom. Hmm. Just threw it in the trash. Person who changes that garbage several hours later going to be absolutely thrilled. So tough, I, tough day. I don't know who had the worst poop experience. If it was you with the food poison, potential food poisoning, or if I it mean, was Marshall in a bag in the woods. I mean, I was I was at home base. Yeah, I made a mess. <laughs> Marsh was on the road, which is never comfortable. Never, ever comfortable. But he also had to drive with it for a bit at yeah. his feet, which is pretty bad. Yeah. Like, that's pretty bad. Yeah. That's an all windows down scenario. Like, that's that's pretty tough. I'm going to say Marsh had it worse due to the lack of home field advantage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just because of that. But really, nobody's a winner in these scenarios. There are no winners. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. FM. Somebody said that was a hell of a bonding experience uh, between my son and I. It was something, <laughs> let me tell you. It was. It was funny too. When we finally got back on the road, he he just goes, oh, "I feel much better." <laughs> just instant relief. Yeah. Eh? Say, well, yeah. pal, I get it. Because my reaction, just I was looking out the window, just thinking, "What the hell just happened? <laughs> what have I done? What the hell just happened?" So, to the Why person who so sent the, bags, on the bag. to the person who sent the bags, thank you. I do appreciate yeah. it. Uh, but sure. I, I think it stuck in my head, and I was like, "I have to use these." <laughs> It was so funny to me that I had these. Like, I have to use these. But I made it so much more difficult on myself. It's funny. We, uh, you know, we get into the story yesterday. Obviously, I had my issues. We talked about your fart jar update and where things are at. So uh, post-show yesterday, a few weeks ago, we talked about I've got feet issues in general. I have feet. Yeah, they're large. They're flat. They're wide. They're awful. Oh yeah, and, you were uh, going to get uh, ortho- or orthotics, yeah. right? Yeah. So yesterday, I, I got the molds done. Yesterday, I went in to have them like fit to my shoes and to my feet and everything. And I got this old, this old doctor. He, he's awesome. If the yeah. guy's 110 pounds, soaking wet with a brick in his pocket, I don't think he'd make the cut. Like he's just this <laughs> really, tiny. Eh? Tiny old English dude, and he loves loves radio. Talks to me about the, you know growing up in the UK with like the pirate radio stuff and all that. Right. So oh, the no. first time I'm in there, I was like, "Well, I, I work, uh, I, I work in radio. I work in broadcasting. Oh, you know, what channel? That kind of stuff." I, 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 this guy thinks the Beatles move too quickly. You know what I mean? Like he's <laughs> he's old, old, old school. Like I, I think the last album he bought was like 1958. Like okay. he's just not a fan of like. So I'm like, well, I was like, I don't know if you'll enjoy uh, the the music of of our show because it's you know it's probably not up your alley. But I uh, said so this is the station and and the time we're on. So you, if you want to listen, you go ahead. So I last saw him uh, beginning of July, end of June somewhere, and then I was in yesterday getting these things uh, getting these things fit. And so I'm sitting down, and he's he's doing some adjustments, and he just goes to me, uh, uh, Carl. I, I listened to a, a, just a moment of your show. Oh, I said, <laughs> uh oh. So what'd you th- what'd you think? <laughs> Aggressively, he penis. said. His first thing he said was, "I thought you said you were a broadcaster." <laughs> first review. Second review, your co-host seems obsessed with the toilet. <laughs> Confirmed. 
That's good. That was that was his impression of you. <laughs> I thought you said you were a broadcaster. Your co-host seems obsessed with the toilet. And I said, "Is that it?" He goes, "That's all I listen to." Remarkable. <laughs> Outstanding review. I mean, honestly, that might be the name of the podcast today. That is. That I, I mean, really, he's not wrong about either of them. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. I am a self-proclaimed broadcaster. Yeah. And you are obsessed with the toilet. Oh, big time. Yeah. The the timing of bringing this up is incredible as we just yeah. had yet another poop story. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was like, I had this this interaction with him yesterday. Oh, and I'm like, I, you know, this this god. is the spot here to to drop it in. So. Oh my god, that's the hilarious. The orthotics feel great though. Oh, do they feel good? good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took him for a treadmill last night. I feel good. I thought you were a broadcaster. <laughs> What an unreal backhanded compliment. Still more feedback than I've got from my parents on this show. It's okay. <laughs> Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? Bro, I don't do no party line. <laughs> 977-977. Text the show. You can call us to 905-688-9797. Start with this. Hollywood wants you to replace Bruce Willis in a remake of one of his movies. You get to choose. What is it? <laughs> uh, I, I did a quick Google. I saw the question come in. Yeah. Um, and I Googled what movie was Bruce Willis paid the most for. Ooh. And for the sixth sense, he took an upfront salary of $14 million plus Ooh. a large percentage of the gross receipts. In total, he ended up earning around $100 million from the film. Are you serious? Yeah. So I'm going to say the sixth sense for me. Yeah. Man, thanks. that was a good way to go about that question because <laughs> my immediate thought, and you know what I Googled, it was yeah. which movie does Bruce Willis have the hottest co star? <laughs> I immediately went to, ah, give me the hottest ghost star. And Fifth Element came up, Mm -hmm. Sin City, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I want to say your answer now. (laughs) I'm going to go with Sixth Sense as well. Sorry, bud. You're Armageddon. (laughs) Uh, Screw, Mary kill. Yeah. Gravy, hot sauce, mayonnaise. Man, that's tough. You want me to go first? Yeah, you go ahead. So, of you those two... I think I know where you're going to go. I'm going to kill the mayonnaise. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can do without the mayonnaise. Yeah. I'm going to marry the gravy. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Mm-hmm. No, I think I'm going to marry hot sauce. Are you? And I'm going to screw the gravy. I think so, because I think the hot sauce is more versatile. Yeah. And this is like, I had poutine last night. I yes. love gravy. But I think the hot sauce is more versatile. Poutine's like your go to. Yeah. It's your and Chelsea's thing. Oh, I love it. Have a couple. Literally had it last poutine. night. Yeah. Hmm. What do you got? Do you only get to screw it once or does it like. Yeah, no, it's, to, it's a screw gotta, once. That's the whole oh, point. That, that's the whole. That's. Mm. I'm going to. Oh, man. I'm going to marry the hot sauce for sure. Yeah. I think I might have to leave gravy behind. Oh, my God. Yeah. Really? I use mayo in a lot of things. Yeah? Yeah. Burgers, sandwiches, different dressings that require yeah. a little bit of yeah. mayo oh, yeah. in oh, there, right? It's, it, it's also versatile. I you're removing, t- you're removing tuna at that point. I could use a little less gravy in my life. I'll put ranch in the tuna. I've got that giant bottle in my fridge. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> a little tuna ranch salad. <laughs> <In Ugh. Valley. laughs> Why does your radio broadcast start at such a random time? Is 5.30 random? I don't know. Or don't does she mean so. like sometimes like 5.31, 5.33? Oh, if, if, it's, if you're getting if, that into it, I mean. If you're getting that granular, then it starts because that's when it starts. Well, yeah, and certain songs are longer. I don't know. So when the originally, I think in April of last year, asked you and I to go, because the show went from 5.30 till 9. That was yeah. the original runtime of the Soper and Brown show. That's what the show. contracts say. And <laughs> that's what they still say. Uh, they they said, would you guys extend the show to, to 10 o'clock? And we said, sure, we'll do that for now and show a good faith and all that, right? Yeah. And for a while, for I think maybe maybe a couple of days, I actually honestly, think it was only one I think show. One, one or two days, we tried to go from 6 to 10, and... It felt like putting your wedding thing, your wedding ring on the wrong finger. You People know what I mean? Hated it too. It just felt gross. Yeah, I didn't, I like, didn't it. like it. I like the bit of a warm up at five thirty. Get a dink of the day under your belt, and then you and I start bantering, and then we hit it strong at six. So that's the time it is. I think it's the time it's going to stay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I th- I think it was only one show too. Yeah. I think um, we tried it once. We're like, ugh. ugh. Last one from Mark. Uh, he said this was thrown his way during a recent golf outing with the boys. Would oh, you I rather? <laughs> would you rather have sex with your wife in your mom's body, or have sex with your mom in your wife's body? Now, Life. yeah, I mean, yeah, it has it, to be. It, it's I'm not having sex with my mom in my wife's body. Isn't that like? I was just leaving a, a bit of a pregnant pause there for you, so we can clip that. <laughs> Like, so would you rather have sex with your wife in your mom's body? It's that one. Has to be. Right? Like, at least you're still having they're, sex they're, with your wife. They're both, the, like, I don't even know. I don't want to golf with you guys, for sure. Yeah, that's I'm, it. I'm, <laughs> I mean, that's really what this is coming down to, is it's I don't want to go golfing with you and your friends. It's a weird um, question. But, uh, yeah, that's the that's the answer. They both suck, but that is the answer. It's, it's weird that I have to be my mom. I don't want to answer it, really. I saw that question come in. I was hoping you didn't take oh, it down. <laughs> I absolutely wrote it down. I know. But the, the first one is the answer. Yeah, it is. Do I have to seduce my wife as my mom? No. It's just happening? Yeah. Okay. Then you yeah. just have to go through the act. Reluctantly, I choose A. A. Nine seven seven nine seven seven. You can text the show. Silver and Brown. 97.7 Hits FM. 7.03, Tuesday morning. You know, my computer just died, so I'm just oh, good. trying to get it back up. You're just trying to <laughs> try I, stall here? Well, yeah, I had the story all lined up. I'm just trying yeah. to get it back here. Uh, this is another classic case of people being annoyed for ungodly reasons. Uh, we're actually going to go to Utah for this story here. Utah. A Utah senator has been asked to change his name. To change his own name? To change his own name because this person is so offended that he has to see this name on the news. He has to see it in newsletters. And so he is asking, you need to change your name. I'm tired of the kids having to see it. I'm tired of me having to see it. Please, I am asking you change your name. Which means, Carl, what could the man's name be? 
He's a senator in Utah? Utah senator. Isn't Mitt Romney a Utah senator? <laughs> it's not Mitt Romney, is it? It might be. A, it's not Mitt Romney. Who's the other one there? It's not Mitt Romney. There's two, there's two representatives from Utah. Oops. It's not this. Romney. I don't know who the other one is. So if it's not Romney, then I'm out of guesses. <laughs> well, my, my computer's dead, so I can't... Uh, can't remember okay. the. Can't remember his first name, but it is all about his last name. His last name is Cox. Oh. C, O, X, Cox. Like, like many other folks, have that last name. It, a, it is a very common last name. And somebody in Utah is trying to get a. Trying to get. Oh, it's the governor. That's who it is. Oh, sorry, Utah governor. Okay, there we go. Spencer Cox. There he is. What a name. That's a great name. Spencer Cox is a great name. <laughs> this man is so offended. And maybe you can find the details of it as I'm trying. I have to I just had to reboot my computer. Nice. So you're gonna have to hold on a second. No, it's all good. <laughs> but there this person actually sent a letter in. Yeah. So offended. Yeah. Tired of having to see it. Doesn't want the kids to have to see it. <laughs> Could you imagine this guy listening to our show? The right <laughs> looking at this uh, aggressively penis. Utah Governor Spencer Cox shared shared a letter he received from a very concerned citizen last week. Now this guy, see this guy is taking a page of the Soper and Brown show. Yeah. When you receive a letter like this, you must 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 read it on. Oh, air. baby, you have the to. writer. Writer says that if Cox does not change his foul. Dirty and obscene <laughs> surname. They, along with thousands of other Utahns, is that what they call Utahns? Yeah, that's what he said in the letter. Utahns <laughs> will be sitting in protest until you change your heinous surname to something less offensive. <laughs> this is not a communist dictatorship. This is the great state of Utah. What does that have to do with it? We do not accept sick <laughs> jokes to run rampant in our civil institutions. Sick jokes? It's his name. It's just his name. What does communism have to do with it? Could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine being so insecure with yourself that even just seeing the word Cox sets spelled, you spelled off? C-O-X. Yeah, sets you off in a way that you have to send a letter. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, did, can this guy even look down when he showers? Hey, maybe he's a never nude. Is that what? It, did he yeah. shower in his bathing suit? Maybe he's a never nude. Look, I know there is some stuck-up folks in Utah. <laughs> I, I know there's there's some prejudice, prejudices in that state that run that run deep. But for the love of Cox, please. <laughs> There's no need to protest a man's last name. This guy must blush when he goes to the bathroom. You know, you know what? I'm looking at the letter right now. Yeah. What a cowardly little pig this guy is. He didn't even sign it. No. He, he put love a very concerned citizen. Put your name on that trash if you're going to submit yeah. it. If you are going to write this sick diatribe about a man's last name, which is very, very common. Then, for the love of God, sign your name to it, you yeah. loser. What a coward. Oh, man. What an absolute not coward. To, I know you're not supposed to wish ill on people, but I hope this guy gets kicked in the face by a horse. Like, I just <laughs> I just do. You know what I mean? Like, I know, you know, yeah, you're supposed to be nice and stuff. I, I don't care. 
I don't care. <laughs> I hope he gets hurt. <laughs> sorry. I didn't mean that. Sorry. Well, it's a good thing he doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> it's Biff Naked. The, the podcast in Utah? Well, I bet he doesn't like the name Biff Naked either. Oh. Soper and Brown Show. It's 97.7 Hits FM. <laughs> Talking off air here about mm-hmm. this, this letter of the guy wants <laughs> the person to change his name because his last yeah. name is Cox. Spencer Cox. C-O-X. Again, the Republican governor of Utah. Who, like, there's... A, a, <laughs> He's a he's a he is a governor of a state. Yeah. There are so many things I'm sure that you could actually complain about. There's lots of problems everywhere. But you're going after the guy's last name? How do you like if you see that guy's name and you go, Whoa, that is boring a hole through my brain and I have to write a four hundred word letter to him, how do you go through life? That's like that's what I like, am wondering. Do you just like do you just sit there writing letters all day to people with names that might make you a little squeamish? Oh, one hundred percent. Like when the Olympics comes around, if somebody interviews Dick Pound, do you spaz? <laughs> it's a great if you, see, if you see Texas Congressman Congressman Dick Army come across your screen, like do you just put your hand through the TV? The guy desperately wanted to watch the TV show Friends. Couldn't though. Courtney Cox Couldn't, is on the show. Yeah. What are you supposed you know, to do? You know when you see somebody speak up this much yeah. and you wonder about some in- insecurities and they're kind of a thou doth protest too much? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think... Even the word Cox, C-O-X, makes you crazy? Do you think, like, if he is going to mm-hmm. have sex, he just, like, puts it through his pajama pants hole and he's like... <laughs> like Chappelle show. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of immediately. Yeah, just... I just said, uh, I put it through the hole in my pajama pants. <laughs> That's okay. That's, that's got to be the only way, right? Man, if that. Oh, man. I can't believe it. All right. We'll move uh, along from this guy. Anyways. It's truly incredible. <laughs> we do have to take a break. I was so wrapped up in this story yeah. that I forgot to listen back to the machine. I don't even remember <laughs> what's on it. I'm so We almost didn't use this story today. I'm so happy we did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy we did. I honestly do not remember what's on the machine. I'm sure it's great. Um, yeah. And we'll do it in yeah. seven minutes. Nine oh five six eight two nine seven nine seven. We still had like seven seconds, so we were did we? Okay, okay. all right, all right. Uh, All right, you know what? Let's start with this one, Carl. Yeah, so I've been listening to you guys for quite a while now, and appreciate it. I always thought to myself, you know, on the radio, you always have an image of what you think the the hosts look like oh and um i just looked up what you guys look like and just gotta say matt you look exactly how i thought you look like carl mm-hmm. i you weren't even remotely close <laughs> don't know if that's good or bad just thought that was kind of funny <laughs> have a good one what did you think? I don't know. What you mean? Did you think? I mean, you, you've listened to radio. You get it. You 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 mm-hmm. come up with this picture, this idea. Oh yeah, no, I'm sure, sure. I'm just I'm curious what he thought I looked like. Oh, you uh, know we, what? Great question. Because we, we've left a lot on the table. We, we, yeah, we we leave a lot on the table. It's pretty clear. You know, we have enough sound clips there. You play the porpoise one. This is or true. The, I'm like a know. porpoise. Fat, dumb, and bald, but my skin's I may be great. fat, bald, and depressed, but my there skin, you go. flawless. Yeah. I mean, you can paint a picture. Oh, definitely. 
Someone did paint a picture <laughs> right in front of me. Well, look, I would actually like that person to call back. Yeah. And tell us what did you think Carl yeah. looked like? What was the picture in your mind? Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to offend Carl. Just call and give it, give it an idea. Well, I mean, you might, but. Yeah. You, well, whatever, though. <laughs> It'd be good don't, for the show. Don't start taking my feelings into account now. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, do you see the text that just came in? I think it's that one. <laughs> we get that one a lot to whoever texted that. It says yeah. you're from Burlington. I don't know if you mm-hmm. are, but. Uh, okay. Uh, message from Machine Shakespeare. Oh, yes, our, uh, our poet laureate here of uh, the Soper and Brown show. Yeah. There once was a righty named Roly who spent six times a day pulling his goalie. This 51-year-old had an addiction to his right fist of friction. He almost died from always rubbing his poly. In the stroke unit, he lay with his dreaded disease, but he reached right downtown and gave it a squeeze. The nurses started to shout as he started to stroke out. He said, come over here and pull start me, please. <laughs> You're referring to our guy yesterday. We had a story. Uh, was it out of Tokyo? I think it was. Yeah, it was, it was Japan. Somewhere in Japan. Uh, yeah. It was a 51-year-old man who had been pleasuring himself up to six times a day for an extended period of time. and ended up in hospital after uh, giving himself a, a small, or in this case, a frequent stroke. Yes. Yes. Imagine. <laughs> now. Let's take the guy who was offended by the the Governor Cox, and let's take the <laughs> the guy who masturbated so much he gave himself a heart attack. You know, there's got to be a middle ground between these two people. There right? has to be, right? You know, we always every every year uh, the report comes out like after the Super Bowl, and they're like, you know, the FCC re- received like this many complaints and this many letters regarding this many commercials. Yeah, I think it's just that guy. It's the guy in Utah. Yeah, fair. He sits there and takes furious notes through the whole four-and-a-half-hour broadcast and then types out his little letters. God, what an existence. <laughs> okay, let's do this. I'm going to make a road trip to Utah. Hold on, hold on. Are you good now? Are you done? No. <laughs> Monday, 3.40 p.m., Joey Briggs gives a mighty tarps off. And just wanted to say I missed you guys when you were on vacation. For a lot of us, you're the only constant and normal thing we have in our life right now. Love you guys. I would love you too. Does that feel? Do you feel better now after the Utah thing? Still thinking about it. <laughs> Somebody just said they loved you. <laughs> That's very nice. That's very nice. And as soon as I'm through thinking about what I want to do to this guy in Utah, I'll get there. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, here was the tarps off, by the way. Tarps off. Well, heck yeah. It was a real good one, wasn't it? I think that a sound button on the uh, on the board there. <laughs> a good idea. Yeah. Uh, okay, let me hit this quickly before the next call. And I just realized why they don't make camouflage socks. Because no one wants camo toe. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Three and a half. Oh, ouch. Three and a half. Ouch. Okay, a lot of fart jar chat, and we've got some more coming up a little bit later in the show. Yeah. Just after 8 o'clock. I will finally tell you who will be receiving our recipient, the jar. That's our right. lucky or unlucky recipient. That's right. Just after eight o'clock, they're going to join us on the show. But Pigeon Mike had an idea first. Hey boys, just a couple of thoughts from the Pigeon Coop here. Um, <laughs> my advice would be to 
send the jar with Kirsten on the airplane, and then for Fart Jar 2.0, we get the time, we line it up, we make the journey, but we have a jar for each province to be opened. So there is a soper and brown fart in every province all the way across. I don't know. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> Could you imagine the Mike effort? Wants to, Mike wants to expand on this idea. <laughs> Could you imagine? We would, we would need so many jars. So you leave Ontario with what? With four jars? Yeah. I, or do we have to open one here? Yeah, you got to open one here. One here, one in Manitoba, well, one we, in Saskatchewan, one in Alberta, one in BC. We got to send them east too. <laughs> send the other way too. We got to go everywhere, don't we? We got to go to the territories oh, as well, don't we? <laughs> this will be the Soper and Brown Road Show. <laughs> we need a fart in none of it. <laughs> Been driving across the country for two months, <laughs> almost to the Yukon. Hell of an idea. I don't know if we could pull it off though. Okay, we're gonna uh, finish with this quick. Friday, August sixth. 534, clip Adam and Joey. If you don't, I will do something drastic. Thank you. <laughs> Are you going to write a letter? Something drastic. You change that name. I've got to be honest. I did kind of want to see what he would do. Mm-hmm. But then I went and found the clip. And it's pretty good. I like this outlook that you have, Adam. I definitely am rubbing off on you. <laughs> Some of Joey's uh, willful positivity. That's uh, right. Yeah, across on uh, Mr. Ricard there. Now, really quickly, I'm going to play it for you again. I like this outlook that you have, Adam. I definitely am rubbing off on you. <laughs> what? Good. It's really good. Were they talking about? This is Friday of last week. That's right. Uh, ooh, I wonder. Maybe the Blue Jays homestand. They were talking about the bombings of Hiroshima. Oh, how did they work that in? 905 682 9797. Call the machine anytime. Southern Ontario's best rock and the Sober and Brown Show on 977 Hits FM. All right, 738. So just after 8 o'clock, we're going to continue to talk a little bit more about the fart jar, fart jar saga. Where it's going specifically. Yes. Yeah. It's going to, we know it's leaving here in Ontario, Southern Ontario, and we know that it's going to Vancouver, British Columbia. But to whom? Not only will I tell you who, but they will be joining us on the show, Carl. I'm excited. By way of phone. I'm very excited. Just after 8 o'clock. We'll get to that, okay? Before, though, we just played the machine. Yep. As always, we appreciate the messages. We get some very creative stuff. I was slightly disappointed, though, because I I was confident that we were going to receive a message from a certain somebody. Yesterday, during Shelby's News, she told us about the six-year-old birthday party that had Mrs. Bigfoot show up. Mm-hmm. And I thought somebody was going to call the machine as Mrs. Bigfoot. <laughs> and frankly, I'm a little disappointed. You know, it's one of those stories we get. It, it, we came across in the news there that, yeah, they, you know, ordered a Bigfoot wife to show up at at a birthday party. And, you know, the thing cruises by a window. The kids freak out and not in the excited way, in the what just walked past our window way. And we didn't really get to dwell on it because we were, it was news. We are moving on to something else. We had something coming up after. And we looked back on it. And you, you said to me, post-show, 
How do we not spend more time on that Bigfoot wife thing? Did you look up a picture? No, I didn't. Do you have something to send to me? I've got it. I've got it. Hold on here. It is. It's a bit. It's a person in a Bigfoot costume. What would I search for? I searched. uh, Where's the headline here? Headline I have is. Yeah. Parents hire actor to dress as Bigfoot for child's birthday party. Kids traumatize for life. Okay. Um, There we go. It's a person in a Bigfoot costume. Mm-hmm. With a blue tutu and a blue ribbon in their hair. <laughs> they went like full, uh, they went full like Mrs. Pac-Man. You just put the ribbon on. <laughs> Are you looking at it? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. It's, we're, in, uh, we're in Oklahoma. That's where we are for this. It is somehow mm-hmm. more, even more ridiculous than I imagined. I was kind of wondering how they uh, signified to the kids that this was uh, Miss Bigfoot or Mrs. Mrs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was kind of curious how they I, signified that. The, was I. the blue tutu and bow in the hair was the signifier, hey? So the mother and father hired the actor to dress up as Mrs. Bigfoot for their daughter's sixth birthday party. Yes. Um, they, uh, apparently the kid wanted a Bigfoot birthday cake, but they couldn't get it. So they thought the next best thing was to have Bigfoot show up themselves. Nope. And for some reason made the Bigfoot a female. <laughs> Is it less threatening? <laughs> to a six-year-old? If you look at the photos, no. No. Not no. At all. I just, I love the thought that they were like, this is going to go so right. They are just going to be through the roof. You know, we talked before uh, a few weeks back. We talked about the the kid that we thought maybe nine years old, Mike Myers, the of Halloween fame. That's right. Yeah, he was pumped and like dressed alike and super interested in meeting and receiving a birthday present. I thought Michael that Myers. was weird. Is yeah. this weirder? Well, I mean, Herring and the Hendersons, a pretty good kids movie. You know what I mean? Like that was on TV a lot when you and I were probably growing up. But uh, you know, it's awesome. I'm watching the I'm watching the video. Yeah. Because there's, there's video of the, of the thing walking by. These kids, are, I had to mute it. The kids are losing it. Oh like, man! Is there any swearing? Can I play some? I I don't I'm, I don't know. I'm just uh, I'm watching it on mute here. But the, yeah. the kids are absolutely screaming. The dogs are going absolutely mental. This is uh, cake fell through this year. <laughs> well, they were forced to improvise. So Brad and her husband invited Bigfoot to the party. Two two on. Okay, no, 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 get out of here. Yeah, here's the reaction. Here Look go. at the little girl right there. Oh, Mrs. Bigfoot was peeking. Ready for the six, six years. They all coming inside the cab. I'm done with them. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted some sound. But you're- I, I muted it intentionally because I thought there was kids screaming. But it is. It, it's terrifying. The kids are screaming at the top of their lungs. They should be. Yeah. If you, if you ordered this thing to come by my place, I'd scream. <laughs> Walter would have a fit. You know that uh, the first day you're allowed back in studio- you're dressing me as Miss Bigfoot? Well, no, I was going to get somebody else to do it, but now, yeah, I want to get you to do it. Tim Dennis <laughs> is going to dress as Mrs. Bigfoot. <laughs> Tim Dennis is 6'10", is dressing as Mrs. Bigfoot. Highlight of his career. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm saying is if somebody could call the machine tomorrow as Mrs. Bigfoot. Stop making your kids' birthday parties complicated. That would be great. Thank you. Yeah. Shelby coming up after Guns N' Roses. Hits FM. Hits FM Headlines with Shelby Knox. All right, Shelby, we um, 
just recapped and went back over the Mrs. Bigfoot story from yesterday. Oh, Cinnamon. <laughs> yeah, Cinnamon, right. I forgot the That's name right. of Cinnamon. We finally just looked at the video of Cinnamon. Mm-hmm. It's even weirder than I expected. What do you not like? Do you not like the tutu? I, is it the bow? Is it the balloons? It's the whole presentation. Yeah. Really, yeah. Is, uh, yeah. It's, it's like Harry and the Hendersons meets it meets terrified children. <laughs> and uh, really came together terribly. It's a great text here from a listener. It said, uh, Miss Bigfoot delivered the birthday gift that keeps on giving childhood trauma. Exactly. <laughs> it's true. And sending all the yes. kids home. It's like not only are they hyped up like from a birthday party and sugar and cake, but they're also just having nightmares for weeks on end. I, well, I think that's the traditional gift for the sixth birthday, right? <laughs> the sixth year anniversary of trauma. You are it's correct. Yes. <laughs> uh, really quickly, can you give us a story? I, I think this is in the States of somebody who went nuts and licked an entire grocery store. Yes, so this is in the States, thank goodness. Uh, a woman is so opposed to vaccines and mask ordinances that she decided to uh, put her tongue on the line. She went to a grocery store and, uh, surprise, surprise, did not wear masks. I'm not going to say her name. Uh, but needless to say, for years she has been spouting vaccine misinformation long before COVID-19 even started. She had been spouting misinformation about vaccines. So she went to the grocery store, and to prove her point, somehow, yep, yep. she started licking grocery bags. She would touch things and lick her fingers. She walked up to a cooler where there were white claws and licked the handle of Not the freezer. Not the white claws. Not the Son white claws. Bitch. <laughs> she licked the handle of grocery carts. I don't know what this message is supposed to be, but please don't lick things in a grocery store. Even pre-COVID-19 yeah. times. That's just a don't. standard rule. Right? Yeah. <laughs> just don't do it. The old also, lick protest. <laughs> uh, Caitlin, please write down 754 for a clip it. That would be great. Um, yeah, I don't know what the point of any of that is, but just another... I, showing that you can lick stuff? I, I just... 755. Like, oh, I, I don't understand... <laughs> I'll lick I, this microphone right now. I've never been so angry. I'm like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna lick it. Like it's just not it's a thing like that the, happened. Uh, it's like the old term spitting mad. She was licking mad. Licking mad. <laughs> licking mad. Licking mad. Yeah. What was that, Carl? Uh, put your tongue out for me. Now pro now protest. <laughs> There's so much clipping in here. It's wild. No, you can't use any of it. That's your challenge. You can't use any of this. That, I'm, I'm just going to do it. I'm, no. abs I'm absolutely going to do it. <laughs> All right, fine. Go for the easy win. Fine, fine. Uh, hey, speaking of, can you tell us about the cat tour of Minneapolis? Yes, absolutely. And this is, this is something that I think uh, Caitlin would actually love because there is a uh, cat tour of Minneapolis where about 300 people turned up. And this is the fifth annual Wedge Ooh. Cat Tour. Wedge is Whoa. the neighborhood. It's a mile and a half walk where people just check out about three dozen cats on windows, porches, front yards. They just walk around. Give the cats a little a little pat, a little love. I I guess it's just a cat-filled neighborhood. And so there's this big tour where people just love cats. I don't like owning a cat, but I do I like petting cat. cats. Yeah. So I would do this tour. It's a I soothing think. experience. Yeah. The owning of a cat, not enjoyable to me. I'm not sorry. So much. I'm sorry, what? Shelby. 
No, they're yeah. great. Yeah, but I do like petting cats. Soper's cat outright sucks. I'm just oh, gonna say it. Just this cat. This oh, cat's trash. He's right. As a as a former cat owner, Shelby, I'm telling you, this cat sucks. A big time. Yeah. Attacking skunks. Yeah, not real friendly. Giant butt. Protruding butthole. You should see a vet. <laughs> we have seen a vet, and the, the vet just goes, "Oh, that's bigger than I've ever that, seen before." That's that's new. <laughs> well, don't shame it then. If it's nothing wrong with it, don't shame its uh, butthole. She can't hear this. She, uh, she's not listening to the show. <laughs> she's certainly not. I let her out before we. I went to work this morning. <laughs> Uh, okay, Shelby, before we let you go, tell us yep. about AMC. And I don't, Does this have to do with the AMC stonks? Or? Well, I, it might have an effect because okay. you might soon be able to buy your ticket and your popcorn with Bitcoin. AMC oh. saying that it will start accepting Bitcoin as payment for pretty much everything. So this marks just one more company that said, yeah, you can totally pay us with Bitcoin. Tesla's already said that they're going to allow it to happen as well. And this may be another bid for AMC to entice people back to the theater and say, hey, come on, we're doing all we can. Come on, see a movie. (laughs) It hasn't really specified yet when it will allow all viewers to pay for their theater tabs with Bitcoin here in Canada, but we'll have to wait and see. Can I pay with my Dogecoin? You can always try. You can certainly try. (laughs) This is so stupid. You can try to barter your cat, I guess. If I could pay with cat, I would. They'll let you see still water for the cat. Is that that what it is? That's it, though. How is that movie? Not great. All right, fair. I went and saw it on Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) You know when you check your watch in the theater? Ah, it's bad. Oh, man, that is bad. Bad news. That is bad. Shelby, appreciate it as always. Have a great rest of Tuesday. We'll chat tomorrow. Sounds good. Silver and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. All right, 806. I'm Matt Soper. He is Carl Brown. It's true. <laughs> it's damn true. It's true. <laughs> I may be fat, bald. Oh. oh, wrong one. Okay. That wasn't the one I meant to hit. Just going for the moose again, were you? <laughs> you okay. Um, we got to talk fart jar here, Carl. Yep. The saga continues. We had a great call post-show with a potential candidate mm-hmm. for the journey yesterday, actually. We've got... There's, there's plans in motion here. Yep. The jar has been filled. Yes. It is, is it, just... Is it in your freezer right now? It is currently in the freezer. <laughs> Gross. It is sitting, waiting for when whenever this journey does begin. And we did decide yesterday yeah. that we had an incredible offer from Kirsten. Yep. Where she's flying to Alberta, spending a week in Alberta, and then she's making her way to BC. Yes. Now that would have been great. It, it would have been, you know, having it in one person's hands is is could have been, uh, had its benefits. Putting it safely in check luggage would yep. make it easier yep. in terms. Of, you're not putting your carry on, right? Like that's you know, there, there. There's a guaranteed result there. But we decided it's not just about the result. The whole when I came up with this idea. The, the whole thing was the journey. I thought the funniness was like somebody meeting a trucker in Winnipeg and, and taking the jar and yeah. then making the hand, their way to Saskatoon or yeah, the hand The handoff, the yeah. social content, the yes. That was of kind of the idea. So it's, although there's more of a chance of it blowing up in our face. Absolutely. Figuratively and literally. I think it's worth the risk. So that's what we're going to do. Wouldn't be the first thing to blow up in our face, no, and it wouldn't no. be the first time that we handled it well. So, 
So now the question becomes, we know where it's going. The whole idea is it's going to Vancouver, British Columbia. Mm -hmm. But who is it going to go to? And I said to you, Carl, over the vacation, I finally secured who would be receiving yeah. the fart jar. You locked onto a target. <clears throat> That's right. A recipient, and, a landing place. Yeah, and and I feel it, it, there there was a few different options. Again, there was the option of the randomness. Yeah, we talked about doing random. We talked about dropping it to somebody we know in radio. We've, uh, I mean, we have a lot of connections mm -hmm. uh, to that province. So yeah, there's options. We were going to send it to your new stepdaddy. As a wedding gift. Yeah. <laughs> but we didn't know how that was going to be received. We didn't know if we could, you know, trust them to pull it off. All that good stuff, right? I certainly don't. So, after many days and many thoughts, <laughs> I have officially narrowed it down, Carl. Yeah. Are you ready to hear? Ready for it. Who will be receiving the fart jar? Who are we sending this thing to? Should we send that to? We're sending it to my mother. Oh my god. I retract my previous statement about the drum roll. <laughs> Not sending that as well. Carl Brown. <laughs> we are sending the fart jar to my wonderful mother in North Delta, British Columbia. Oh, Kelly. <laughs> Poor Kelly. <laughs> Let me tell you where this idea came from is I was chatting with my mom and it has been a long time, unfortunately, since I've been able to see her because of COVID and being in British Columbia. Like 2019 or something. It, it has been. Yeah. 2019. Yeah. It's been really tough, but because of health things, this and that couldn't, yep, couldn't sure. do it. Yep. So I'm chatting with her and you know, she's like, Oh, I really miss you. It's like, I wish, you know, even just could have a day or, yeah. you know, just, just and anything to remind, you know, Remind me of, of you kind of a thing, right? <laughs> and that's when it popped into my head, Carl. That moment. My mom trying to be sweet, <laughs> trying to be loving. With her love and her longing for contact with her son. That's right. You decided that this was the best way to bridge that gap. Ding. Light bulb goes off. Wow. Oh, my God. You said we're going to talk to them, right? You're damn right we are. Kelly set the alarm? That's right. It is currently 5.11 in British Columbia. So give me a few minutes here. What a gift. She has said she is going to join us on the show. <laughs> Can I send you a fire note? Do you mind getting up at 5 a.m. to talk to me on my radio show? <laughs> the things we ask of our parents, eh? My mother will join us to talk about the fart jar in 10 minutes time, Carl. Green Day, 97.7 Hits FM with the Soper and Brown Show. It is 8.20, and I need to welcome in, by way of phone, the person who will be receiving the fart jar from Southern Ontario. My mother, it's Kelly. Amy, Kelly, good morning. Mother, good morning. I appreciate you joining us on the show. Let's get right into it. I offered, or I threw the offer your way. I have. We've I've thought we've laughed about it, Daryl yep. and I. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what do you um, say? Yes. You're gonna accept the jar? 
I am going to accept the jar. Oh, my gosh, Carl. This is a massive moment here. This is great news. This is great news. We have a target. Target acquired. <laughs> we have a recipient. I um, I chatted with you on the weekend. Yes. And I wish I would have been recording when I called you the first time. <laughs> Carl, it was so funny. Her reaction <laughs> was so hilarious. It was either you, Kelly, or we were going to send it as a wedding gift for my mother. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the lucky couple? Oh, I'll tell you later. <laughs> Car- Carl's getting a new stepdaddy. Yeah. Don't you remember That's that? Did right, you? I just remembered. Yes. <laughs> uh, you, you're going to have to go to that wedding in Carl's place, by the way. Okay. Yeah, I'm sending. I'm sending you instead. So we need you to accept the fart jar and yeah. go meet Carl's new stepdad. Yeah. That going to Communi- be okay? Communicate my wishes for me. Um, sure, why not? <laughs> what would be worse, the jar or yeah, or the random, or the, random or the wedding? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a toss up. Yeah, yeah it's a real toss up. So, yeah. look, what was your first initial thoughts when I I brought the offer to you to be the one to accept the fart jar? Well, as you know, I laughed quite oh, yeah. hysterically. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is all your son's idea. I like you know. I, I you know what? Little, that does not surprise me at all. Very, very yeah. little involvement hatching this. Although I'm now tied up in the logistics of it. Yeah, he is. Well, yeah. we, you know, it's it it has been unfortunately a very long time since we have seen each other. Uh, due to yes, COVID, May yes. 2019, it's been a tough, yes. tough time. Um, so, and you know, I, you were saying like, oh, I wish we could just have, you know, even a little bit of time or a little piece of each other. Well, now, mom, <laughs> that is like, now it really is going to be like, you will be receiving a piece. Uh, <laughs> I could have picked a better piece. I'll yeah. tell you that right now. I hope there's not um, a piece in the jar. And I'm a little, I'm, I'm afraid. Yeah, that's fair. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. The great, the great um, question Carol will be. actually has his own thoughts. Um, he may not kiss me for a month afterwards. <laughs> Come on. You can brush your, you can brush your teeth or wear a mask. Wear a mask when you take a whiff. <laughs> and if. I fall down and hit my head from the smell of it and have to go to the hospital. Um, yeah, it's all on you. I'm going to feel real bad if you faint. I'm going to feel real bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't ask. So what was Daryl's reaction? Did he say, Daryl being my or my stepdad, your husband? Um, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, what was his initial reaction to this? <laughs> well, I was... Explaining it to him and kind of trying to set it up, right? Yeah. And he guessed it before I got to the punchline. Oh. Yeah. He's like, he's sending us a fart? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. He's got, yeah, I was actually going to call him this week. He's going to be pretty upset with me, I think. Yeah, we have a, we have, we, a we have another question for Daryl, actually. Maybe Kelly could answer that. Ooh, yeah. Should should we get mom to ask, or should I get just get it straight from yeah. Daryl? Yeah, okay. No, let's, let's ask while we're here. Yeah, good point. 
Mom, this did, might be this might be used for something else, Kelly. It might be a separate segment here. Yeah, we're getting all the gossip from you here. Yeah, we're gonna get it all right? in now. Yeah, you you listen to our little bonus podcast that we did, uh, kind of explaining you know work and stuff like that, right? Yes. Did yes. You, did you listen to the masturbation one? Oh my dear lord, no. <laughs> no. You haven't heard the masturbation oh, one? It, it's required. No, I it, clearly haven't gotten through the week. It's required listening, Kelly. Maybe not for you, but. <laughs> People, I can already tell you not for me. People ask oh, us about masturbation all the time. And one of the questions was, uh, did you steal your dad's Playboys? Yeah. And and I, I said, I don't even know if Daryl had Playboys. And if he did, then he was hiding them really well. <laughs> so confirm or deny, does Daryl have Playboys? Yeah. Did Daryl have a stash? Um... Uh, do I have to answer? Oh yeah. my god, he yeah. had a stash! Yes. yes, you do. I can't believe that! Where'd he keep it? <laughs> We're not going to go get it now, but we need to know. Yeah, I'm not yeah. coming for it. If I'm coming over, it's not for the Playboys, I assure you. <laughs> I don't even know how to answer that. <laughs> Where'd oh he my, keep them? I cannot believe... Yeah, there is, it was in the closet, right? It was somewhere in the bedroom. Yeah, they everything they kept secret was always in the closet. He and I mag- just—he was a magazine guy. After wow, all. I am stunned. I'm legitimately are, stunned. Kelly, are they still there? <laughs> are they? No, of course they are. Daryl doesn't use a computer, like for I know, anything. That's what, that's why we were so curious. Man, because I did, I immediately was like, I wonder, like, was Daryl an imagination masturbator? Like, oh, I man. Thoughts only? Wow. At least still images. I can't answer these. <laughs> yes, you can. Mom, Come on. Mom picked up mom picked up the phone thinking she was just gonna be disgusted by the no, fart no, jar. No. This and... is what I this is what I wanted to get to the wow. whole time. I was just waiting for you to get these fart details out of the way. It's taken a uh yeah, uncomfortable but, turn. I know. No, very <laughs> comfortable for everyone but, here though. But can yeah. confirm can confirm. Wow. Magazine guy. Stunned. And a, and a stash. Stunned. Okay. Well, that's great. I'm glad we got that out of the way. That's really exciting. Um, and the great part is, is that he's going to hear all this because he listens to the show. Oh, yep. man. It's just going to be brilliant. So, all right, Mom, look, I don't have the full details yet of when it's getting to you. We're working on all of that. But we thank you for accepting it. It has been a long time since we've seen each other. But you, you can, you can be, vouch for this. Growing up, I was pretty notorious for clearing out rooms, wasn't I? Oh, you still are, son. That's why Daryl's worried. <laughs> I want to know if your Ontario farts smell different or worse than your West Coast farts. It's a great question. Actually, if he's gotten a little older, he's gotten yeah. better. Yeah, no, it's true. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. here's here's the question. <laughs> this is a real good question, actually. Is there a chance... That you get a little emotional. Over your fart? Well, yeah, because it's something coming from me, and we haven't seen each other in a long time. Can the fart make you emotional? I don't know, son. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have no idea what my reaction is going to well, be. I, I frankly cannot wait to find out. <laughs> I cannot wait. So uh, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, we appreciate you helping us out. I don't think I think this, Carl. I think you gotta agree. This is the perfect way to end this. However it goes, I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. But this is a pretty perfect way to end it. So thanks for dealing with all the the BS. No problem, son. I'm I'm willing to take one for the team for you. Incredible. Ya. Incredible. Well, I love you, mom, and I'll talk to you soon. I love you too. The Silver and Brown Show, 977 Hits FM. <laughs> It's 832. Big thanks to my mom, Kelly Avey, for joining us on the show. What a good sport. Oh, an excellent sport. <laughs> I was so waiting to ask her about the Daryl stash. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was my, my whole purpose of being on that call. I was like, yeah, yeah, get through <laughs> get through this it was one of the unanswered questions we had from last week it even came up in open mic yesterday somebody yeah. asked if uh if you had ever posed the question to uh to your stepdad daryl if he has a stash and that's what i wanted from that and i was very happy that we got at least uh a a blushing confirmation yeah. that there may be a stack somewhere deep in the closet at Camp, well, the other Camp Soper, yeah. Camp Soper West. Yeah, yeah. well, Camp Avey, technically. At Camp Avey yeah. West, yeah. It, um, it, I don't know why it surprised me. Mm-hmm. I, it, you know, I mean, I should, I should have known. He doesn't use a computer. No, he, he's not a computer guy. So I just, you know, I don't know why it surprised me, or yeah. maybe I just thought he was an imagination now, guy. But follow-up question, if I may. Yeah. If I may, sir, volley one more. Yeah. Does the stash ever get refreshed Mm, great question or like is it the same six magazines from 1998 it's a a great question i'll i'll chat with them this week and try to you know you you reach a point right where you you don't want to be the guy that goes into the circle k at you know hold on what i just got a text from daryl what do you say? I got a live text from Daryl. Hold on. What does he say? Well, and as you know, I've said on the show before, but I'll recap. He writes notes. He literally writes it. Uh, every text he sends me, he writes it out by hand, takes a picture of it, and then texts it to me that way. Again, the fact that he knows how to attach an image to a text message <laughs> but not complete the text message. It's wild. Boggles and angers me slightly. Okay. He just texted me on the notepad. I always thought your farts could be weaponized. (laughs) And honestly, I'd rather receive anthrax in the mail. Your mom's love knows no bounds. The stash, Daryl. The stash. (laughs) Do you refresh it? (laughs) Tastes have changed, man. If you're still working on the same six magazines from the late 90s, it's like like living like a monk. (laughs) You uh, must know those pictures in the back of your hand. Daryl, well, you... you uh, maybe like the back of your hand. Yeah, maybe. You text us about the stash. Or, and if not, yeah. I'll, I'll get I'll get all the info from him uh, later <laughs> on this week. Oh, man. All right. Well, we, look, we are slowly getting every detail that we need for this fart jar. I might send him an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, I'll go in and buy him for him. I send the fart jar to you my send mother. send the fart. I'll send Daryl a nice nice package. Updated? All up, yep. <laughs> Still wrapped in everything, Daryl. The offer stands. Just show him how to get it on his phone. That might be easier. I'll show him how to attach an image. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll have more details on that tomorrow. Uh, we got $100 worth of vouchers to give away for the Lotto 649 draw. We're going to try to calm down over here and give you a chance to play and win in 10 minutes. Now, now it's time, it's time for Carl versus the world. On 97.7 Hits FM. All right, $100 with the vouchers to give away. With a lot of 649 draw tomorrow. 
Florida headlines. Uh, took an L yesterday, Mr. Brown. I literally forgot what game we were playing. Yeah. I was about to ask, I was like, is it, do I go sit in the chair? No, <laughs> not this not this week. This week you are free to stay where you uh, would like. I'll tell you the truth, I'm just thinking about a lot of smut and filth right now. Yeah, that's fair. So that- go ahead and give me some Florida to stack on top. There was a lot to unpack, you know, in the mm. last 20 minutes. There was a lot in there, mm-hmm. man. Uh, you're battling on behalf of Pigeon Mike today, by the way. Okay. Yeah, uh, Mike I'll in Orangeville. Best, Mike. Mike in Orangeville. And uh, looking to take you down and get a win, much like yesterday, we got Aaron in Welland. Aaron, good morning, buddy. How you doing today? Morning. Good, good. Fantastic. All right. We've got two, he- or pardon me, a bunch of headlines, but just to give you a refresher, I'm going to give you two headlines. One of them is real. The other, I have made up. You're looking for the real headline. Make sense? Yep. Okay. Now, do you want to go first or second, Aaron? Uh, I'll go second. Go in second. Okay. Have you ever battled Carl in one of these games before? Uh, yes, I have. How'd you do? Uh, I've lost twice. Won once. Okay. okay. You're looking for redemption then, you're saying? <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. Sorry, did you say first or second? Second. Second. Okay, okay. So you sit tight, and let's swing on over to you, Mr. Brown. Hustler. Again. What? <laughs> Again, looking for the uh, real headline. Man's cock wins best prize. Oof. Or headless man terrorizes woman in topless bar. <laughs> Let's go topless bar. Topless bar is incorrect. What? That's a Matt Soper headline, sir. I'm moving to Utah. Man's cock wins best prize. It was his rooster. It was his yeah. rooster. Just Foul, so disgusting animal. <laughs> God. I don't know why I have to read that letter as Vince McMahon, but I do. Uh, Aaron. Yes. Woman falls in hospital, is told to call 911. Or man with half-shaved head arrested during haircut. Uh, go with the first one. Woman falls in hospital, told to call 911. That's correct. That's the real headline. a boy. Carl. Man attempts to trade baby for 15 Big Macs. <laughs> or man wins lottery, dies next day walking to the store. Oh, Alanis. Um, <laughs> That's good. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Uh, give me the Big Macs, baby. Big Macs is correct. There you go. Nice. All right. You're on what the you board. 15? You're on the board. 15 Big Macs for one baby. Is that the going rate? That's not bad. It's a pretty good deal, honestly. Setting the standard? Babies kind of suck. It's a pretty good deal. Uh, Aaron. Greenland says meteorite may be from space. Hmm. Or seagull rips off part of man's penis while he sunbathes naked. Oh, jeez. I'm going to go with Greenland. That is correct. Nice. Hey, get a Greenland headline in the Florida. Nah, never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It came from a Florida never paper. Mind. It came a Florida, from a Florida paper report. Okay. It All came right. from a Florida paper. Just make sure we're not having a moose scenario like it yesterday. It came from a Florida paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're not going to like this next one either, Carl. Go. Miss Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Definitely doable, says Governor. <laughs> Postman find after caught swimming in undelivered mail. You have <laughs> like, to get this to stay alive. Like Scrooge McDuck, like he was diving in the mail. You tell me. In it? You tell me. 
The first one sounds like an Andrew Cuomo uh, quote, but uh, Miss Tampa Bay. Definitely. Hmm. I'm going to go with the Miss Tampa. You're still alive. That's correct. Yep. Oh. All right. Two out of three. Aaron, get this correct. You get the big win. If not, we'll go to a lightning round. Okay. Man with tattoos tells police he isn't man with tattoos. Or scientist kills goats to find out why they're dying. Oh. I think I'll go with the scientist. Scientist kills goats to find out why they're dying is correct. Three to three. Aaron, three for three. Well done, my friend. You got $100 worth of vouchers coming your way. Nice. Or the Lotto 649 draw, make you uh, try and make you a millionaire. Hopefully, you don't be like the uh, the guy uh, you know dying on his way to the store. With the <laughs> yeah, I hope not. You don't want a situation like that. <laughs> um, all right, man, stay on the line with us. We'll get your information. Congratulations, pal. Awesome, thanks, guys. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> 977-977, you can text the show and call us too. 905-688-9797. Doing a round of best question, more golf passes, Carl? That's right, man. Round of golf for four at Whiskey Run Golf Club in Port Colborne. That's courtesy of Econoprint. Uh, let's start with if you had to accept a fart from anyone, who would it be? Sophia Vergara. Angela White. There you go. Uh, what celebrity do you think is most likely to be a secret supervillain? I'm going to say Jeremy Piven. <laughs> I don't know if that's a secret. He's, <laughs> no, he's a notorious jerk. He looks menacing, though, doesn't he? <laughs> Only since he got his hair plugs in. <laughs> he didn't look so menacing on Seinfeld when he was battling for a parking spot. Um, Tom Hanks. Oh, could you imagine? If Tom Hanks heel turned? Yeah. Be better than Hogan joining the NWO. <laughs> no one has a son like Chet without a little bit of evil in him. No one. There's no way. What if he uh, was wh- just doing movies and not paying attention to his son? I mean, that's possible. Yeah. That's possible. But then he's wielded evil in a way. He's set Chet Hanks upon the world. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it is wild that you have one son like yeah. Chet and yes. another son like Colin. Yeah. <laughs> And they're yeah. so. Is it because he named his son? Chet? I was gonna say. I was just gonna say. You know, you talk about like manifesting kind of what you want. And it's like you put a chat out in the world, man. Chat's gonna chat. You put <laughs> you put a you put a calling out in the world. You're gonna sell a little member of society there. Chat's gonna chat. Chat's yeah. gonna chat, baby. You cannot name your son Chet. <laughs> you just can't. Yeah. I'm just wow. checking something here. Oh, okay. I'm just trying to remember. So go ahead with the yeah, next question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, what is one thing you haven't done before that you always have wanted to do or plan to do? Most of mine are now mm. sports related. Like, I always wanted to skydive, and, mm. and I did that. And it's cool. incredible. I don't have a huge desire to bungee jump. I, I've always, like, but I would, I guess, if it was out there. You know, travel-wise, I've wanted to, like, travel places, I guess yeah. you could say. It's I, sport- wanted, I would like to do a full Oktoberfest oh, like, experience great. for, like, a week in Germany. Great, great Just answer. Just a full, like, you know, beers the size of your head kind of thing. 
What is something else I want to do? I mean, I sport. If, if I'm going strictly sports, yeah, it's, I'm a big Cowboys fan. I've there seen the Cowboys play live. Yep. I would love to go to Anfield and see Liverpool play live. I, think I would like to attend a Vancouver Canucks Stanley Cup parade. <laughs> that's what I would like to do. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's fair. Uh, do you? No, I, I think this ahead. is funny. Sorry. Do you think flies call us walks? Yes. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, uh, look at that giant walk. Oh, hey, legs. Nice wa- legs. Walk took a big swing at me today. It was incredible. Nice legs. You got their legs. <laughs> Swinging them. It's... Do you have a hidden talent that nobody knows about? No. If I had, if there was some talent I had, you would yeah, know. Yeah. Not particularly uh, hidden. I would tell you. Yours, yours would be the wrestling thing. Yeah. If, right? you, di- if you didn't know me, I have, I have really good recall just in general. Yeah, um, but yours would be the the weird yeah. wrestling stuff. Yeah, but people know about that. They well, do you know about the show. You know about it. Yeah, yeah, but that's what yours would be, right? Uh, somebody asked. Uh, we talked about Daryl's stash. So it says Soper. Does your mom? Oh. Scenes. Oh, hold on. You cut out there. Oh, you, oh did I? You, you said your mom, and then it cut out. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about Daryl's uh, stash or potential stash. Yeah. And somebody asked, uh, Soper, does your mom have Playgirl magazines? Does she have? <laughs> An opposing stash. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to guess and say no. I would guess and say no too, but I I, I don't think it's the same. I don't. I don't. don't For men and women, I'm the same way. I don't think it works the exact same. Just you know, here's a picture and off I go. Yeah. I don't think it works the same way. No, I don't think so either. Does she have a maybe a a tasteful selection of erotica? Maybe. I I, maybe. Maybe. And I hope I hope they're both incredibly happy. A couple of chapters highlighted in a book or something like that, yeah, you know? Maybe. Erot- mm-hmm. yeah, a little erotica yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. You know, I have no clue whatsoever, nor we'll do I intend. After she gets the jar. I do yeah. not intend to ask her about that. I'll ask the hard questions. <laughs> yeah, you, you do that. Uh, now, best, Kelly. best crazy thing to say to get someone to immediately stop talking to you. My name is Matt Soper. <laughs> no, it's this. <laughs> I'll cut her down. Somebody was uh, questioning me about Jeremy Piven on Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Piven portrayed uh, Michael Barth, a.k.a. TV George, on yeah. Seinfeld when he appeared in the episode The Pilot. So when they did the the pilot, when they pitched the show to NBC, yeah. Piven played George in the in the pilot, the show within the show, if Look you will. Look at that. Okay. Oh, do not rattle my Seinfeld knowledge cage. The Seinfeld and the uh, <laughs> SNL. Uh, SNL and wrestling. Yeah. 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 Uh, Stay out of that game. All right. What else we got? I, I, Anything? You know, do you have an idea of what you want to give it to? I think I do. Yeah. I was thinking uh, the supervillain thing. I thought that wasn't bad. Yeah, the supervillain one's not bad. You want to go supervillain? I'll go supervillain, sure. All right. Whoever you are, text us. Whiskey Run. Golf Pass is coming your way. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. 9.24. You know, we've talked about different scam stories in the show before and and trying to figure out exactly how somebody can be scammed by a fake celebrity. You know those stories yeah. of like, oh, oh hey, it's Jerry Seinfeld and did we just talk about this who was it was it the Bon Jovi thing or something like that? There was somebody we were just talking about not too like not too many weeks ago who was it was the Chad Kroger thing. That's what it was. It was, was the Kroger thing. That's what it was. Kroger was like, I need iTunes gift cards or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, there's another one that has happened. Uh, this time, uh, somebody claiming to be country superstar Carrie Underwood <laughs> of uh, American Idol fame. 
of Sunday Night Football fame. Oh, right, yes. In case you need to know, this is one of her big songs. Been... Did she cover this? Yeah, that was her, actually. <laughs> Uh, for those yeah. of us who have been waiting all day for Sunday night, we yeah. do know who Carrie is, of course. Yes, of course. She has yeah, smooth legs. Songs. Oh, the, the legs are smooth, no doubt so about shiny. it. So shiny. I make um, it so shiny. <laughs> I assume it's oil. Uh, Pepsi. Just, oh, is that That's the sponsorship. A man in Perry Township, Pennsylvania, was recently scammed yeah. out of $7,000. Oof. By a That's person not, claiming to be Carrie Underwood. It's not a small amount of money. Blank, uh, blank, Blake Brandt. <laughs> you can call him blank. <laughs> says he was contacted by Carrie. Oh, yeah, before directly. she asked him to send her over $7,000 worth of gift cards. The 24-year-old thought if he sent the cards to Carrie, he would get to meet her. Blake contacted the police after he realized he had been scammed. Seven grand for a meet and greet is a little stiff, even for Carrie Underwood. I I thought I'd get the chance to meet her. I just, I would love, I am, I'm very gullible. And I am very positive and very glass half full. You like to think the best of people. Yet, I still cannot imagine looking at it like, you know, boop, boop, look at your phone. Yeah. Oh my God, Carl Carrie Underwood just—no way! I just got a message from Carrie Underwood, <laughs> and then you'd be like, "Well, what is it? Like, uh, you know, right? she wants to do an interview or something?" Yeah. Uh, no, she just said that. Um, did, the, did the label reach out? No, 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 it's her. Carrie herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I send her some iTunes gift cards, seven grand worth. Yeah, we can have lunch. Carl, I gotta do it. What are you waiting for? I gotta do it, Carl. <laughs> like uh, you almost like. Again, it's one of those people who play this game often. Do you got to feel bad for the guy? And it's I, like, no. I know, bud, bud, like, come on. You got to be, you got to have a little, just a little more, a little more in you. I, the, the, the fact that he gives it in just gives more life to scammers. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, I if, just, we, if we all just get smart and stop falling for this crap, they'll stop calling. Just how do you... I know it's asking a lot. How do you actually believe that? And again, this is coming from a very happy, gullible guy. Yeah. I don't know you, how you do that. You like to go through life imagining that not every single person is looking for an opportunity to yeah. screw you. Yeah. Which is enviable. I, I almost wish I had the optimism once in a while. But that? That's next level. This is why they call this is why you get fake friend requests. You're right. This is why you get weird Instagram message requests. Because once in a while, blank Gabbert or whatever his name was <laughs> in West Who Cares, Pennsylvania, picks up and goes, uh-huh, 7K iTunes gift cards on the way, Miss Underwood. This is why. I don't feel bad, actually. I'm now angry at the man. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. All right, Brown, before we get out of here and before we get to what did we learn on the show, I yeah. just want this text message just came in. Uh-huh. Mouth, what's your email? I got a good one for you. <laughs> mouth? Am I mouth? I mean, if they started with an M and then autocorrected it, there's a better chance that you're mouth than me. I think. But I'm usually the one that people send jokes to, so. I think I am mouth. Who? <laughs> Whoever you think Melf is, it's either brown at hitsfm.com 
or Soper at HitsFM.com. I mouth. <laughs> I mouth. <laughs> I think. Mouth. I yeah. Just send it over. Email mouth at HitsFM.com. And when it bounces back, send it to either of us. <laughs> oh yeah. What did we learn on the show today, Brown? Uh, we learned about Marshall's roadside emergency. And uh, you're on your trip back from uh, your swingers paradise there at the fort in Quebec. (laughs) uh, You'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. Poor kid had to stop and have a a roadside emerge there that you helped him with. That was pretty good. Pretty good planning there on your part. Uh, We learned that uh, my my foot doctor had a brief review of the show, uh, including the phrases, I thought you were a broadcaster and your co-host seems obsessed with the toilet. Wow. He's all, not wrong. All of those. Uh, it, or sorry, both of those things? Yeah. Are, he wasn't wrong about either of them. We, uh, we learned about uh, Utah's governor, Spencer Cox, who apparently his name is Aggressively so, penis. Yes, inflammatory that it's required a strongly worded letter campaign from uh, some cowards in Utah who want him to change his name. Somebody is so uncomfortable that his last name is Cox yeah. that they want him to change his name. Thinks they have thousands of people on their side, and they deserve decency. So, I don't think you deserve anything. So insecure about the word cox yeah. that you want their name. Like, imagine being that insecure. What do they say when you're that worried, bud? The, du- the dude showers with a bathing suit on, I guarantee Yeah, he's definitely a never nude. Uh, we learned about uh, Easy Marks in Pennsylvania. If you're looking for iTunes gift cards, you might want to try Utah, too. It seems to have some idiots. Uh, we had, most importantly, a great chat with your mother. Kelly Avey, she's a gem of a human being. and Also the target of a fart jar that she, will be soon rapidly heading in her direction. She was saying to me, "I, you know, we haven't seen each other in almost three years because of COVID. And it's like, I wish I uh, just have, you know, just something, something to remember you by. So I'm going to send her a fart. <laughs> I am a wonderful a son. T-shirt with your smell on it or something? No. Oh. Uh, and most importantly, uh, as the... Uh, broadcast journalist with the standards that I have, I asked the question that people want to know, which was, does Daryl, your stepfather, have a stash of magazines somewhere in the house? It looks like it. It looks like it's somewhere in that closet. And then the better question, when was the last time that stash got refreshed? Uh, Do you want to touch my monkey? I bet it's been 15 years. I, That's I, my guess. I bet you he has not updated in a long time. Long time. That's the next piece of information I need you to get from him. I imagine he bought them from like a 7-Eleven. I don't think they were mailed to the house. No, no. I would have, no at some no point, I would yeah. have seen one get mailed, right? You got them from a flea market or something. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I will find out that information yeah. for you. All I right? need those details for tomorrow. I'll get them yeah. for you. Ashley's up next. Podcast will be live in about 30 minutes. You enjoy the rest of your uh, Tuesday party, people. We'll see you bright and early tomorrow. All right. There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. That's where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay for long. Just turn around and I'm gone again. Maybe tomorrow.
work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. Silver and Brown on 97.7 Hits FM.